Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online, thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number two, and oil, and find out. A Motorsport Podcast Network production. Hey everybody, great to have you with us. It is Repco Supercars Daily, Aaron Noonan with you. Will Dale is alongside me to make his debut here for the first time on the pod this week. Welcome, Will. Thank you. Great to have you here. Uh, Stefan was on yesterday. It's your turn today. We've had a big day at the mountain for day two of the Repco Bathurst 1000. We've crowned champions. We've seen some heartbreak already, and we haven't even had a supercar on the track yet. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. It's hard to imagine that it's a... Only what day of the week is it again? Wednesday? Uh, Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, I'm wondering what year it is, what day it is, where I am, because it's all very strange to be here in December, here <laughs> on a Tuesday de- and a Wednesday. First of December feels like the 7th of October. I don't know why. Yeah, it's I'm, very, not quite, very odd. I'm not quite sure where we are or what we're doing, but we're at Bathurst and that's the good part. We are doing a pod uh, every day through this week of race week, obviously. We normally do a pod on a, a Wednesday uh, with, a, with an interview or some sit-down topic, but this week we're doing our updates from Bathurst every day. It's been a massive day here at the mountain. We will cover off for you some of the on-track stuff today. Uh, we actually saw two champions seal their crowns in their title chases today, and Chaz Mostert has become a champion before he's even stepped into a supercar. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Chaz sealed the um, TCR Series title today, and he did it the hard way. He's done it the hard way all weekend, actually, because, of course, yesterday in opening practice, he backed his Audi into the wall at Reed Park when he came unstuck on a bit of oil that had been left over from the Touring Car Masters session before that. Um, they He missed out on the rest of practice, but was back for qualifying this morning, went out, didn't really qualify that high in the field, and was sort of buried in the pack a bit. Had a bit of a had a decent old battle with his uh, Melbourne Performance Centre Audi teammate and fellow title contender Luke King, um, and in the end he got the call to just say, "Look, points wise, it doesn't make any difference whether you're in this battle or 50 meters behind it." So he dropped back, finished ninth, and collected. How many would this be his first title since his Formula Four title? It'd I can't have think to of, be. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of another he, one. He didn't win the Dunlop Series. Um, no. He's yet to win the main game. So. Yeah, that, that would be the case. And he actually ends the reign, finally, of Will Brown <laughs> as the TCR champion. Remember that there was Longest no... Longest reign. Yeah, there was no champion last year in TCR because it just never really got spinning in no. 2020. So, from Will when he won the title at the bend at the end of 2019, he's been the reigning champion for probably longer than anyone ever will be in <laughs> TCR Australia history. We also saw today Trans Am on the track, which was cool. They oh, make yeah. the right noise, great field, the National Trans Am Series. Turtle Wax has jumped on board with those guys yes. uh, this year. And we also saw a champion decided in the round. Of course, Aaron Seaton, who led the points, has decided to pull out for the rest of the year. But Nathan Hearn's the man who wins the crown. And he was, well, dominant today. That was a champion's drive because he led from go to woe. He had kind of the opposite day to Chaz Mostert. Of course, he rounded up. He wasn't on pole. That went to Tim Brook yesterday afternoon. But Nathan drove around the outside of him in turn one, led and just checked out, and it was a fantastic drive. It was, it was what you were saying about the Trans Am cars being exciting to watch. They look good on the racetrack. They move around a bit on their Hoosier tyres. Cross plies. Bi- bias ply yep, tyres. That's what does it. Yeah. But nah, they were a great spectacle, and I'm looking forward to seeing them on track for the rest of the weekend. So they had a 100k race today. It took me back to the NASCAR <laughs> 100 from here of 20-odd years ago that Russell Ingle won. 
uh, hearing that rumbling V8s for 16 laps, it was kind of the same sort of situation as we saw. So two titles decided. Chaz now parks the Audi and gets into supercars mode tomorrow because mm. practice begins for the Repco Bathurst 1000 at 10 a.m., the first of a couple of practice sessions. That's an all-in, that first session. All the drivers are able to drive. And then the second session in the afternoon is a co-driver-only session. So it's limited to who can get behind the wheel. So it stops those main game guys hogging all the driving time. And after all, they've just done four weekends of racing yeah. in Sydney. They don't need as many track time uh, lapses as the co-drivers clearly do. For sure, but it is a bit of a shame that we... Because traditionally, we've had three practice sessions on opening day, or quote-unquote opening day. It's day three ne- three tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but the third session was always for the main drivers. So we'd have somewhat of a form guide at the end of the day, but tomorrow we probably won't have that because it's all the co-drivers, as you said, in the car after the main drivers, and they'll potentially set the best times of the week of the day so far. So we might at least know what the co-driver <laughs> ratings will be for the weekend, but in terms of overall form, we still won't know for certain. Weather ratings, we haven't seen any rain yet. I went to the top of the mountain it early tried. afternoon. It tried It today. looked pretty bad off out to the horizon, but it didn't make it really here to, to hit us. It's been kind of a humid low 20s to mid 20s degree sort of weather we've had the last few days here yeah. in Bathurst. There are showers on the radar plan for the next few days, but I think they're going to be those intermittent coming and going. It's not really going to be a full tip down type of scenario. Having said that, I've probably been made a liar by uh, the weather of the next four days, nevertheless. Uh, now, after we recorded our episode yesterday with Stefan Bartholomeus and I, uh, Triple Eight did something pretty cool. And I reckon Shane Van Gisbergen's done something really cool too. Uh, he do, is do you mean to... admitting that he reads our website? Well, yeah, that, that's, that's <laughs> part of it. But remember that last week we ran a, a piece that they weren't going to run the Triple Eight car this year because Jamie Winkup He's going to drive 88 with Craig Lowndes and mm. Van Gisbergen would stick with 97. Shane read the story and from what we're told said, uh, it's RD, Roland Dane's last Bathurst. It's his last race with the team as the MD. We've got to have a triple eight car out there. And he put his hand up to become triple eight for the weekend, which I think is pretty cool. Oh, absolutely. And so much has been made about Jamie, his last drive as a main series driver, because of course he's more than likely going to be back here next year in a co-driver role, we still don't know that. Certain. It seems to be. He's, t- he's yeah. making the talk that he wants to do it just to wait and see the, how his MD role goes. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine that he won't want to have another no, go. No, especially after the way he's been going the last last month or so. Uh, but it's nice to see that Roland's receiving a bit of recognition, which, of course, he was always going to get from the team. They're always going to do something special for him. But I think this is really nice. The fact that it's been led by Shane in particular, because he's been very attached to that number 97, of course, in... His first season as a reigning champion in 2017, he stuck with the 97. He yeah. did not adopt the number one. In fact, he's driven with 97. He has since n- Techno. Sin- yeah, since yeah. Techno. Since his first race in a Holden, he has not driven a supercar with any other number. And, of course, Triple Eight at Bathurst, the number, yeah. has been Craig Lowndes ever since he's been with that team from 2005 onwards. And it's funny, a lot of people in the media room were saying today, oh, who cares about numbers? Nobody cares. It doesn't matter. Sure, it doesn't make the car go any faster or slower. But you know what? It's a part of the game. It's a part of the storytelling. It's a part of what the fans connect with. And I know there's a few fans out there that are a bit pissed that Lounsey's not running Triple Eight this weekend. But I think it's better that it's on a car than not on a car for the the 1,000. Well, for anyone who says numbers don't matter, people don't care, tell that to any fan who's got an 05 or a 17 or a Triple Eight tattooed on themselves. Uh, Or a couple of those tattoos, more than likely. (laughs) So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Plenty more to touch on today. It was a massive day at Mount Panorama. We say that 
uh, pretty much every day that we're at Mount Panorama anyway. But because there's so many categories and there's so much going on, it's hard to keep up with a little bit of it. But to, to bring you up to speed with a few other things today, we saw a bit of history here. S5000, young Aaron Cameron, the TCR driver who actually um, came on strong and actually was fighting for the win in the TCR race this yeah, afternoon. It was a heck of a battle. He won had a it very a really, good day. Yeah, he won it in a great fight with Benny Barguana, Jason's son. Uh, he set a sub two minute lap time in the S5000 open wheeler earlier today. That is. That's stunning. And, yeah. they're, and they're tuned down this weekend. Yeah, they're, they're short of, what, 85, 90 horsepower of what they're meant to have. But it was it because they've been building towards the two-minute barrier in, across all their practice sessions this weekend. And we've, we've heard that there's there was a bit of a gain with the new tyre. We should see it even with the horsepower cut. We're all sitting there in the media centre today watching as the um, session clock ticked down and all these drivers are going quick, setting purple sectors. James Golding got close but just fell short. Uh, reigning champion Joey Mawson got very close, also fell short, and the very last lap of the session, it was Aaron Cameron who did the business, and he now has a place in history with guys like Kevin Bartlett and Alan Grice, people who broke milestones yeah. here on the mountain. And his lap time was a 1 minute 59. I didn't even see the decimal points on it. I don't think end, it really matters. It, it was the matter. only one. It started yeah. with a 1. It didn't have a 2 at the beginning of it, so that was pretty super today. Uh, TCM uh, had its trophy race earlier in the day, which Marcus Zukanovic won in the XD Falcon. He should have won race one later in the afternoon. So unlucky. But it all came undone. He's our unlucky man of the day, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. He... The, his drive in the trophy race was incredible. He came from sixth on the grid and just kept passing cars. Made a couple of really audacious outside moves. He passed John Bauer around the outside at Skyline, then did the same thing to George Medeke at Griffin's Bend and ran away with that race. But uh, he pulled off a good pa- another good pass on Steve Johnson to take the lead in race one at the entry to the chase. And then a couple of laps from home, coming down Conrod, front right tyre let go and let go in the early part of Conrod yeah. thankfully not before he got down to the chase where they're under maximum load so could have been much worse yeah could have been much worse very up, unlucky yeah non-finisher in the end Stephen Johnson getting the win 40 years since True Blue won in 81 yes. and it's True Blue 3 yes. winning in, in TCM they're going to be back for uh, more races over the course of the weekend massive massive accident today in Super 2 Ooh, yes. uh, in the Dunlop series young Declan Fraser the good news is he's okay his Nissan Altima lost the right rear wheel nut as he tipped in towards metal grade at Reed Park and backed in it I reckon that's easy 180 190 k's an hour and basically turned that Nissan Altima into a cash car oh yes unfortunately he was a very very lucky boy uh, went in pretty much flush with the rear at high speed and probably is a testament to the, the uh, I guess, the safety and design of the car of the future chassis. I think in a car a couple of generations ago, he definitely would have been, wouldn't have been out mm. getting out under his own steam. Yeah, yeah. And that car is one of the original Nissan Altima factory cars. That was Michael Caruso's Norton Hornets car no. back in the day, in, in for starting from 2013. It's had a long run with Matty White's team, and potentially given the way that it crashed for those who haven't seen it have a look at the v8 sleuth website with the news story today and the the screen grabs on it because it's virtually pancaked it right back through that whole boot section to where the rear part of the cage is so yeah. then i guess we haven't gone and had a closer look at it but he's had a he's got a mild concussion apparently but otherwise he's okay which is as you said pretty much testament to the strength of uh, the cars these days we're broadcasting tonight from inside the repco garage the trackside store at the track in the merchandise alley in harris park 
Uh, there's a full stage set up in here with a studio and a <laughs> backdrop, and we've done some um, interviews today with Repco Socials with John Bow and a few other bits and pieces. But some of the, the cool stuff that you can do in the broadcast studio if you're at the track over the course of the next few days is that you can actually have the chance for the fans to commentate some classic Bathurst moments on the screen, on the <laughs> recorder, and if you do it well enough, I think they're going to load it up online as well. So Crompton and Scaife better look over their shoulder. There might be a 12-year-old <laughs> who turns up at the broadcast studio the next few days and takes their gig. Had a quick walk around outside this joint um, earlier this Arvo, and there was definitely a couple of people on the mics giving it giving it 10 tenths. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was really something. Maybe 11 tenths, maybe <laughs> yeah. a couple too many tenths. Right over, right over the top. <laughs> um, I'm hearing a little bit of news around uh, the place, mate, in terms of... Uh, Supercars calendar for next year taking shape. I hear there's been a commission meeting here over the course of the race event this week. Normally, they tend to have them on the Wednesdays of weeks of rounds and the like, so it makes sense because everybody's here. So we'll wait and see, but I reckon we can't be far away from hearing a calendar. I don't think there's going to be massive changes from what I'm hearing. A couple that might shuffle around, but... Um, well, we're slowly being drip-fed the calendar anyway. We've heard that, of course, it's starting in Newcastle. Yep. Uh, we've got a locked-in date for Hidden Valley. Yep. You'd pretty well assume that Bathurst will be returning to its traditional date and that there'll be something late in the year and all the rest of will probably fall somewhere in between. Starting to hear too from some paddock sources that Super 2, uh, the Dunlop, well it's actually the Dunlop series again, they've quietly yes. changed this, Let's, yeah. we should tell our listeners this, that uh, we've been calling it the Dunlop Super 2 series and the Dunlop Super 3 series, they've, without really telling anyone, just done this, it's the Dunlop series for Super 2 and Super 3 cars, mm. it might not sound like much of a change. It's probably put a few people to sleep, me telling that story. <laughs> but I'm hearing that there's probably six rounds for Super 2 next year with a return to Perth. Hopefully we can go there Hopefully we can well. all return to Perth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and hearing that it might end at Sydney Motorsport Park later next year. Okay. Um, but of course, all the main... You know, Newcastle, Townsville, Bathurst, to do that sort of stuff. Yeah. So we'll wait and see on that calendar. Tomorrow morning, Thursday morning here at Bathurst, there's going to be an unveil and an announcement early. Uh, Tom Randall's Tickford Racing Mustang sponsor for next year is going to be unveiled and revealed. So you can check the V8 Sleuth website Thursday morning for all the photos. I'm hearing there's a car here in livery of the new sponsor for that car. So that will be all unveiled and revealed uh, in the morning. Uh, big schedule tomorrow. Supercars on the track at 10 a.m. for the first time. But the, the on-track starts at 8.25 with the V8 Super Utes. TCM's back. Uh, the Dunlop Series will have qualifying. We'll get to see Carrera Cup racing later in the afternoon as well. Um, uh, Dunlop Series will have uh, a couple of qualifyings to determine the grids for their two races. Hmm. So they'll have one Friday, one on Saturday. S5000 Racing tomorrow yes. so Aaron Cameron gets to take that pole position the Australian GT cars there's some pretty nice sounding nice looking stuff in among all of that uh, Thursday night here at the mountain at the National Motor Racing Museum we've got our V8 Sleuth open night Steve Richards and Jack Perkins coming along tickets are sold out we are sold out we are shut up we haven't got <laughs> any more I'm afraid uh, thank you to everybody who's got on board it's going to be a really great night we can't wait to to see you there as well um there's so much to do. There's so much to see over the course of the weekend here at the mountain. Two days down, four days left to go. It feels like it starts tomorrow because the supercars actually do finally hit the track. I've seen so many drivers <laughs> today. Uh, I saw Cam Waters, James Moffat, uh, guys just wandering around 
looking for something to do. do. Yeah. David Reynolds is wandering around trying to find a coffee and, uh, you know, these guys look lost. Like, unless you find a race car for them, they don't know what to do with themselves. I think as we as we talked about off the top, it feels a bit dissociative as to exactly what day it is. But I think tomorrow is when it's going to properly feel like Bathurst and we're going to know it's Thursday, supercars on track, everything is right with the world again. Yeah, absolutely. It's been great to be here. Uh, the Repco Trackside Store, by the way, too. If you're here at the track in the next few days, pop on in. V8 Sleuth Book Range is here. Yes. So rather than order it online, wait for the post, all that type of stuff, get in, get your Christmas presents here or treat yourself here. We've got a great range of books uh, here in the Repco Trackside Store. And Glenn Seaton and Steve Richards are going to make some appearances on Friday and Saturday to do some signings as well. So that'll be really good to catch up with those guys and see them in here. Uh, if you've forgotten anything... This is the place to go to. I didn't have batteries for the recorder for our pod, so I had to go and buy some just to make sure that we got through so I knew where to go because yeah. I've walked in and out of the Repco tracks I saw a few times this weekend, so I knew exactly what to get. Uh, what are we expecting tomorrow, Will? Um, supercars back on the track. What are you looking forward to most tomorrow I'm, on track? I'm looking forward to supercars on track. I'm hoping that they have a dry track for both sessions. Uh, although part of me wouldn't mind seeing a bit of um, wet track action for both for supercars all the way up to qualifying because we had that back in 2018 and where qualifying was the first time all the main drivers had been on track in dry conditions and it turned on a pretty entertaining weekend. So I can so bet you the, I can bet you the drivers do not agree with you. It's <laughs> not good for them. It's good for us. I've just spent two days standing around waiting for something to do, and um, <laughs> yeah, rain in practice will probably result in a bit more of that. Yeah, based that's on a, 2018. Yeah, that's a bit of action that they probably all uh, don't really want to have. Hey, thanks for coming along and wrapping up the day's action on Repco Supercars Daily. We'll do it tomorrow. I think we'll rename it tomorrow. We'll, we'll call it Repco Bathurst Daily. Let's do it that way. Yeah, for that tomorrow. sounds good. Of course, tomorrow we can bring you everything that's gone on in supercars practice. Don't forget, jump on the website, vhsleuth.com.au. Live updates of every supercar session over the course of the weekend presented by our friends at Ford with the new Max, uh, the new Ranger, which looks the part. Mm. It is simply sensational. Plenty of content on the website, more pods every day. Of course, if you're looking for something to keep you entertained, though, between sessions or overnight, we've got a massive back catalogue of podcasts and great chats from this year and last year in 2019 as well. Plenty of Bathurst content there to keep you entertained. And don't forget to, Friday morning, early hours, the Gen 3 cars will finally be unveiled. Yes. We'll have all the photos and the info on the website. We'll talk about it Friday evening on the podcast as well. In the meantime, Will Dale, thank you very much. Thank you. We will chat to you all again tomorrow. If you see us at the mountain in the V8 Sleuth shirts, come up. Say g'day. We'd love to hear from you and love to see what you're enjoying with the website, the pod, the socials and everything that we're up to. In the meantime, stay safe, stay well and enjoy the Repco Bathurst 1000. We'll have another edition of the pod tomorrow from here at the mountain. Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state and within seconds, you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number two, and oil and find out.